Those other podcasts rely on star power to bring people to listen to their product. And next week, we're going to have this megastar from Hollywood come on because we want you to listen because you're not listening any other time. We only rely on the entertainment value of each one of our shows. Seriously? Because I have the original Red Ranger Jason here. Enough is enough! We need dinosaur power! Now! No, 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 no! Rebuild the studio again. TMB's do this. It's what you want. I've already sent him a letter from my lawyer saying that I expect <laughs> to see him in court. It doesn't matter what space sector he's in, what dimension, he has to show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I wonder who his lawyer is going to be. <laughs> Alpha. That's the only person he knows. <laughs> Alpha Phi. <laughs> so I, I think Alpha. I got... I think I got this one in the bag. I think you do. <laughs> but you know what? We shouldn't do it in court, all right? I've got something even better for you. How about we just say fuck the court and let's just go straight to the Maury show. He'll fix it. Oh, man. <laughs> if You'll get people behind it. you and everything. They'll boo. Sort on the minute he comes out. Yes, absolutely. And also, like, he, he's got to be... Uh, he's got to be outside of the the interdimensional time rail. You know, he can't be stuck in that. He's got to be in person. And if you go by like the movie lore, that should make him weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just look at the people. Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. That's not my baby. That's not my son. <laughs> That's not my. So, Zora, what are these power eggs? Well, power eggs, more in the power eggs. Uh, they were just something I was going to eat along the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. It'd be the greatest episode in Maury history. It'd be the only good episode, I should say. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> speaking 
of what are good episodes, though. Our episode for today, Power Rangers Go, are four episodes that we're going uh, to be covering here. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil this for everyone. There's not a lot of bad things I can say about these four episodes, Ace, because these episodes were just bad fucking ass to me. They were. They were. Uh, I will say this. I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, the first three episodes we're talking about. But that fourth one, I have a few comments on. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That one, I can... I can give you that one. I still like that uh, that episode a lot. And again, you remember when I told you about uh, the when we did Life as a Masquerade and I had that videotape as a child and it would start with, with that episode? Right, right. Well, what's funny about these four episodes is literally these four episodes were on that very same tape. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's coincidental, man. That's, yeah. Well, they're not in order. I mean, well, actually, what's funny is the first three are in order on the tape that I got. And if I remember correctly, there were some other ones sprinkled in there. And uh, then there was uh, the fourth one that we're going to talk about as well. But those weren't really in order. But the first three were. So the first three make a little sense to me now. But... (laughs) But I, child, I, I didn't pick any of any of that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I remember having that though on this, and uh, and so uh, it was really awesome once again to go back and look at these uh, again and see a lot of nostalgia here. Uh, and let's start it off here with uh, season one, as as we've been discussing season one. And we've got episode 38 here. It's called A Bad Reflection on You. Uh, This was one where I think we've all thought this, like, as kids. But then we actually saw it come to life, which is, good Lord, what would it look like if the Rangers actually battled themselves? Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this, Caleb. Who do you think went in the fight, you versus you? How would you fare? I don't know, man, but I'll tell you this, man. I'm coming out on top. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but but something about, though, as a kid, though, when you kind of saw this episode and you see them, like, quote-unquote, fighting each other, basically, mm-hmm. uh, that was some cool shit. <laughs> it was. It was really cool. And, you know, at the first, especially as a child, you see the – the bad rangers, which are really just, if you think about it, hyper intelligent putties. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what? Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Cause yeah. I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. How is it you pea brains can fucking get this shit right? But when it comes to anything else, such as a human chain or. <laughs> Or circling around people to try to capture them or capturing someone in a fucking net. You oh. have no clue what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm, first of all, I'm telling you, the, the human chain is the most effective weapon since the nuclear bomb. All right, that's, <laughs> that's the first thing. <laughs> the putty stood no chance against that. <laughs> 
As a matter of fact, if uh, if the Megazord and the Dragon Zord did the human chain, there'd be nothing that could stop them. Oh Lord, <laughs> it's true. Rita wouldn't even bring the knee down the staff. She's like, "Oh, there's a human chain. We're done. It's, All right, we're done. We're done." <laughs> Uh, Here's no, another thing. Yeah. How do they know what the kids are wearing? That is a very that that that, that is a great question. Uh and for that I would like to to turn back to uh the Power Rangers handbook. Oh uh, the handbook. Yes, yes. I keep telling you to pick it up. I mean it's it's out of print, so you can't find it anymore. I, but you know, uh, I went to the Barnes and Nobles, it turns out they're not there anymore. I <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's out of print, man. You can't find it nowhere. I got, you know, believe it or not, it feels like I have the only copy. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, you know, I can believe it because, you know, I, I tried to go find this thing called a bookstore and I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, 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 like, I'm sitting there, right, and, and I'm watching it. And I'm just, I'm sitting there like, like, wait, how the hell do they know what they're wearing? Unless she just, unless she got up early, right? Rita got up early. Ah, I'm going to look through my telescope. What is Kimberly wearing? That's true. (laughs) Now, I don't have the episode put up in front of me. Were they wearing the exact same things? Uh, Pretty much. There might have been like some minor... Things, I, like like I feel like, like Billy had on something different when he was evil. No, so Zach uh, actually, so he was uh, wearing pretty much the same thing, except he was he wore uh, a baseball shirt along with mm-hmm. his uh, tank top. And let me ask you this too: What the hell was Zach wearing? With what kind of pants or shorts were those? Did, did you see those? <laughs> <laughs> you see those things? <laughs> I saw them, man. Today we call those parachute pants. (laughs) But the problem is, like, they stop, like, three inches above the ankle. And so they're not quite pants, you know? (laughs) I have no idea what those were. But what's so funny is the fact of, I'm like, okay, so he's wearing a black tank top. The Mm -hmm. symbolize he's the Black Ranger, obviously. They all wear the color of the clothes. I'm sitting there, those like, but someone said, you know what would look good with that? Purple. Down there. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting there just like, why didn't he just wear regular jeans? <laughs> Man, that that is like a signia. Yeah. That's like a, a signia of the nineties, just wearing multicolored clothes all the time. That's just oh, I, I, I was about to say, but I mean and, and then to his credit, Jason's wearing fucking red pants. He is. I'm like, man, if I go to a clothes store, if I go, if I go pant shopping, I'm gonna have a hard time finding purple and and red jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, they had no problem finding that in Angel Grove. Remember this, is Angel Grove. That's true. This is Angel Grove. <laughs> I mean, they have beaches, they have snow mountains. They have, snow, they have cities, they have hiking trails. I, yes. I mean, and, and there's, and 
<laughs> I'm going to make this joke, uh, I think, next episode. But there's a surprising amount of Asian people in Angel <laughs> Grove, too. Yeah, it's true, but you don't see them whenever you see the power. You see them, you see them this that one time for like split second. All right. Oh man. Oh my lord! But so Rita has this plan, right? She's going to copy the Rangers. They're going to commit evil atrocities. That is probably going. That I guess is a, her attempt to have the city turn. Uh, on the Power Rangers and everything. It's actually a pretty good strategy, if you think about it, it is. which is not something we usually say about Rita on this. <laughs> also true. But, uh, so, so, there, so, we go to school, right? We go to Angel Grove High, where she sends them, and they mess up the fountain. And the fountain basically, you know, has, uh, uh, Mr. What is his name? Mr. Mr. Kaplan. Kaplan. Uh, Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan. It's football tonight, so I had yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kaepernick for some reason, but Kaplan. That's right. So Mr. Kaplan, uh, you know, is 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 getting the brunt of this and everything, and so he sees that. But here's the thing: he doesn't actually see them do anything. He does not know. It just it, it explodes in his face. <laughs> They're sitting there laughing. But it doesn't I mean, now you might say, well, that's rude or something like that, but how yeah. is that cause to say you did it? Well, Mr. Kaplan has a history of blaming the Rangers for shit that he never sees. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah, he really this does. And also that's- I'm I'm no technician, but I don't think that's how water fountains work. <laughs> I don't think you can just rip the top off and then just pour detergent wherever and then put Matt, the top back. <laughs> well, you know, dude, what I was gonna say is a uh, Bob the Builder's handy book. Uh, oh, you go oh, and you wow. look in there. <laughs> it says, <laughs> it says, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought that too I was just like I don't think that's how I don't think any of my Of my school uh, You know Fountains or any fountain That I've ever been in works that way Whatsoever but uh, I guess it did Back in the 90s or in Angel Grove (laughs) That's how they work in Angel Grove, exactly. That's how it works, apparently. Which is why I think uh, Mr. Kaplan is the way that he is. He's like, like, my school is a juice bar. Right, yeah, my school is a juice bar and like three classrooms with a hallway. (laughs) (laughs) But so, so they mess with the fountain. He sees them. He blames them. And he sends them into detention. And obviously, well, so the Rangers come back out after disappearing. And then, so like, so like they disappear around the corner and then they come back, basically. Right. Uh, which is the real Rangers. And so, um, you know, they get, uh, they see that Mr. Kaplan is in trouble. They try to stop it. He blames them. He sends them to detention. Now, while they're in detention, 
they're going uh the evil rangers this is going to get confusing after a while <laughs> but the evil rangers uh they go and wreak havoc on the city and everything like that uh and obviously super sentai footage and stuff like mm-hmm. that but they catch wind of this while they're in detention because somehow Bulk has a goddamn TV yes. in detention. Oh, and, and let me t- let me tell you this. Like Bulk dropped he he said something that legitimately made me laugh. He goes, Oh boy, I wonder what mother packed me for detention today. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> How often? How often are you in detention? That apparently, that yeah, every that <laughs> single day. And and at this point, basically, the show has turned into a uh, uh, Breakfast Club with the Power Rangers. You know, yep. <laughs> it's oh, the Power. So wait a minute. So so this turned into the movie. Oh. <laughs> uh. So this is the episode. I this wondered episode. what episode they were watching. This, this was the what, episode. This so is now what I they fucking did. hate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince you uh, of a couple of things throughout the course okay. of our time. I'm gonna convince you one day that that Zordon is the enemy of the show. That's one of my goals. Okay. And the other one of my goals is to convince you that the 2017 movie. It's better than the movie that came out in the 90s. That is blasphemy, sir. <laughs> that is blasphemy. You know, I want you to remember these words. Mark these words. When we get to that point in this show, when we review the first Power Rangers movies. You, are, I, you all I have better want luck you. trying to convince a fish to get out of water to walk with you <laughs> before I can... You, hey. you, you will have a better chance of having James Caleb Kitchen say that Iron Man 3 was a good movie <laughs> than, than that ever happening. <laughs> when he hears oh. this, he's going to mark out so bad to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> well. We'll see when that happens, uh-huh. when, uh, when the time comes. First of all, I didn't think that the movie was, was that terrible. I just, there were things about it that irked me. But uh, we'll get into that on another time. So, <laughs> but, but we're going back to this episode, mm-hmm. which now that you said that, now I'm not going to be able to think about anything else. <laughs> Fuck all of the cool action scenes in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't matter no more. Yeah. No. Oh. Nothing matters. <laughs> oh, and also, Bulk uh-huh. has a Bulk has a magical lunchbox. Dude, he he really <laughs> so, does. Like, He's like the, the first time, everything. like the first time I saw him use it, like you know, he pulled out whatever, like a, a soda, a sandwich, some chips, whatever. But then, like, he pulled out a giant, like five foot long sub sandwich. <laughs> I, I had to do a double take. I was like, wait a minute, how? <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> and then he just kept going. Like, good grief. And then the only thing he the only thing he gave Skull was like a soda. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shows how great friends they are, right? 
hey, hey, this whole meal that I clearly am not going to be able to eat by myself. Right. Like, like, here you go. Just one soda. One soda for you. He had nothing to wash down any of his food with after that. So he fucked himself. He fucked himself. Exactly. (laughs) He could have cut that. He had two giant sandwiches, by the way. He could have cut one of them into like eight and everybody could eat. (laughs) (laughs) No, apparently that was just enough for him. And what's funny was he just happened to have a pie and he throws it at Skull. He's just like, mmm, chocolate. Mm. (laughs) Man, your mom makes the best stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I... if I had to envision Skull's uh, like home life, I think that he has maybe one parent who doesn't know that that child necessarily exists. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> that could be true. We never know. It's the orphans of Angel Grove. <laughs> The old phenomenal power. The old phenomenal power. <laughs> oh, that's great. That yep. is great. I told you, at any time, if, if, if whenever we can, if we get T-shirts, I'm putting that as a T-shirt. That's going to be the first T-shirt design, and then the next yes. one is going to be chain. <laughs> chain. <laughs> <laughs> but we oh. go back to the episode uh, somehow, and we... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, folks, no, we, we, we go back to the episode, and so they see a special report from this TV that Bulk has pulled out, and, <laughs> and yeah, somehow it breaks into the exact time and everything, so it breaks in on the reporting, and or, or breaking news, I should say, and the Power Rangers see, uh-oh, this is why we're in trouble now. Uh, oh, <laughs> my goodness. You went there. Oh, but I wasn't trying to as well, but I just noticed and I caught it right when I said it. I was like, oh, Oh, damn. No, 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 no. You went there. Oh, damn. I didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) And then they went skydiving and rollerblading and yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, normal things that high schoolers do, right? (laughs) All in Sydney, Australia, by the way. Yeah, they did. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, right? Uh-huh. Here's what's great. If you go back and you watch this episode, right, which I encourage everyone to do because I know we're laughing a lot at stuff, but it's it's badass. Trust me, folks. Um, like, But if you go and you watch this, watch Billy take his notepad, have a pencil, or it's either a pencil or a pen, Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say pin actually. So, so he has a pin, and he just starts poking at the thing. Doesn't even write anything down. Just starts poking it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief! I'm sitting there like, what the fuck, <laughs> Billy? You are not that smart. Even you have to write shit down. <laughs> He's just. Poking. It's like it's the worst improv acting I've ever seen. Like, yeah, it was poking. It was pretty bad. Also, I was curious, what are they doing in detention? I mean, like, 
literally what are they doing there's there's no work to be done there's no teacher there's no teacher no supervision i'm like no wonder buck and skull go to detention every day i mean like you can just do whatever exactly I don't know, like, it, like I was wondering that, like, when I saw it, I was just like, oh, my God. If detention had been ran like this in high school, every kid would have gotten detention. They'd have been like, yes, all right, cool. Yeah. That's well, also after school without my parents and anybody watching me. All right, cool. Right. But, I, no, th- this was during school hours. Yeah. Uh Oh, I, I thought it was like after school, though, technically. Uh, no, because at one point after the uh, announcement that, you know, the Power Rangers are taking the town, there's like uh, somebody comes over the PA system and says no one is allowed to leave the school premises until this whole thing is cleared up. It, it gave me the impression that this is happening during school hours, but I could be wrong. Well, then that doesn't make any more sense. <laughs> like, like. Like, that makes less sense. Like, detention's <laughs> supposed to be done when, you, when you're after school. Yeah, I which know. Which is the whole point like, of keeping them after school so that they can't stop what you're trying to do. Right. I'm like, man, that's more like ISS. You know, like in-school suspension. I don't know what you call that. That that technically is what that's supposed to be, I guess. I, I don't know. I thought it was... I thought it was technically after hours or something like that, but I guess You're probably right. I may just be thinking too much. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong in, in this case. Who knows at, at, at this point, but <laughs> this, this is Angel Grove people. <laughs> <laughs> they operate at different times, but I, well, I also say that because you'll notice in the fight scene, and I know it's, you know, all Super Sentai footage, but but you'll notice that, like, it's pretty much shot in the afternoon, technically. So, like, I kind of just, yeah. just took it as the same thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But um, but we see, but the Rangers see that there is trouble, and there's nothing that they can do to get out of this trouble to, you know, help stop it and everything like that. Um, and so, you know, Zoran and Alpha, they're trying to figure out what to do and everything. And um, then Zach just looks at Vulcan Skull and says, hey, I can make all of us disappear. And all I have to do is plug their ears or or plug their ears uh, uh, with their fingers and count backwards uh, from 10, I think is what it was. I think Mm -hmm. it was 10. From 10 to 1. So count backwards from 10. And... The, the rangers morph out of there and the logic that is used in this oh my scenario goodness. there is so much to unpack here <laughs> so many questions first first of all the the educational system in angel grove have failed bulk and store horribly <laughs> <laughs> That is first first and foremost. It is so, true because Bulk and Skull look everywhere for them. And when I say they look everywhere, people, I don't mean that they don't, <laughs> they just look under desk or they look out the door or the windows. No, they actually open up the little cubby shelves. <laughs> yeah. They they look through like desk drawers and everything. I'm like, who 
What in the hell are you doing? I don't know, but if someone who was directing this scene said, <laughs> said, said, here, I want you to improv what's going on and everything like that. And so they were just like, all right, we're going to improv. And <laughs> they thought, good job. <laughs> right. And also, the other thing I wanted to talk about here was, so to to morph, it must be some sort of summoning ritual. It must literally be some kind of occult summoning ritual because everything has to be said out loud. Like yeah. This, <laughs> yes. It, like it has to be chanted so that the gods of the power morphers can hear and grant you your powers. Yes. <laughs> like, good grief. That's the number one rule book, and it, and it didn't even come from the handbook. It came from the Power Eggs. There was a there was an instructions list there <laughs> <laughs> that got cut off, but I have found those instructions lists. Unfortunately, it's too warped to show anybody. So, <laughs> oh man, that is that is too bad. I was re- really looking forward to seeing that. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, that's the thing about Power Rangers. It doesn't matter what they do when it comes to morphing, when it comes to summoning their weapons, they have to pose and they have to have to say it out loud. <laughs> Every time. Every time. And I mean, well, here's it's... the thing, dude. He looks at the fucking camera. Right. Like they look at the camera every time. That's yeah. the only time that they look in the camera, too. That is true. Man, that goes to say something too, because they're being instructed to all right, look at the camera for this scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're also a lot like uh, t- like Dragon Ball Z characters. You know, you can't do the Kamehameha without saying Kamehameha. You right. know, right? <laughs> screaming it to the top of your lungs to the, where you the lo- throw yes. up live while you're recording it. Yeah, the louder you scream, the more powerful the attack is. Everybody that's knows that. Ex- that's exactly how it is. So you know, if, if the Rangers were to just go, it's morphing time. It would work. It, it would, it would work. It would last for. It would. It would last for two seconds. But since but since Jason Holler said it's morphing time, this that's how it works. Exactly. <laughs> you you've got to say it with vigor. In order for it to take effect. <laughs> but here's what's here's what the illogical part is, and then we'll get to the badass stuff. But here's what the most illogical part of this whole fucking episode is. While they're battling for what probably is about 20 minutes or so, right? Mm-hmm. You're telling me for that 20 minutes, <laughs> Mr. Kaplan didn't walk his happy ass in there just to check on. <laughs> Who knows what Mr. Kaplan does on like a day-to-day basis? I have no idea what this man's schedule is. <laughs> <laughs> He's well. He, all he had, all he was doing, was just looking at the water fountain when Bulk and Skull found him. Yeah, he was just looking at the water fountain. <laughs> He's trying to make sure that it doesn't go off on him again. I'm just like. You have to push the button for that to happen, at least. Right. Like, staring at is going to give him the secret as to what happened. (laughs) Exactly. 
<laughs> but, but, but I mean, just like, like it just, and then after the battle's over, they come, they fall back in. They're all sitting down and everything like that, and it, and like Bulk and Skull are left looking stupid and everything like that. I'm just, I'm just like, okay, but. I know we've been dissected those and called out the illogical parts and, and laughing and everything like that. But here's where the episode gets really badass, though, is the fight scenes itself. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you've got literally Power Rangers versus Power Rangers, basically. Yeah, and like it's it's an awesome moment. And thankfully, they, they paired up with their corresponding colors. I mean, it's going to be confusing either way, but you know, you know what? I guess let me uh, explain the start process. So for for the viewers, it's more confusing to have Red Ranger fighting Red Ranger and so forth and so on because we don't know which one is which. Yeah. But but in terms of the actual Power Rangers themselves, it would be most logical to fight your corresponding color because then you know that you're not attacking your own teammate. Well, we kind of see that too yeah. uh, in this scene. Like, like you know, we see one of the um, somehow intelligent putties at this moment. Say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, say Trini, help me, and you know she goes to help Kim or who she thinks is Kim, but it's actually one of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, it 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 makes for an interesting dynamic. I thought looking back on this, I thought, man, I still think this is badass still. Oh, it is. But I thought there was so much more that they could have done with it. Yeah, you know, there there was. uh, This would have made an interesting two-parter, honestly, if they had the material to do it. Oh, yeah, they could have. Yeah, yeah, this would have been awesome. Because, you know, and and I kind of of equate it to... uh, to, to something that I know we're going to cover in full detail eventually, but uh, the Psycho Rangers. You remember those in In Space? I don't think I do. Oh, okay. So they actually went and made a whole series uh, out of this. They actually did. Uh, so it, it was more than a week-long episode kind of thing. Like, like it lasted... It lasted at least two weeks or so. Wow. Yeah. It was a long series. And like each episode, they had to go through the psycho, like each one of the psycho rangers because they were that, they were that powerful or something like that. Uh, But, you know, in, in this, one of the things was, is that the psycho rangers were actually obsessed with taking out their colored ranger. Oh, okay. Like, it's like, so it's like, so say, say Astronema, right? She tells the Blue Ranger, I want you to take care of the Black Ranger. The Blue Ranger would actually get pissed at her, would actually, like, snap at her, be like, no, I'm not going after uh, the Black Ranger. I'm going after the Blue Ranger. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome, then. Yeah. And I, th- I think, well, obviously, too, it's also because of the Super Sentai footage and, right, and stuff right. like that. So they kind of just went with it. But I, like I said, I thought that there could have been more that they could have expanded on because I thought this was a badass concept. 
and like you know you probably could have made like two maybe even three episodes out of this yeah you you really could have uh what is funny though is that once they defeated their uh their color correspondent they would turn back into putties and just immediately go and just to like <laughs> yes yes they so did ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Power Ready to Go podcast <laughs> If he didn't give you shit for this on Superhero Homie, then he doesn't (laughs) listen to the show. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, my God. I was not prepared for that, folks. Um, Anyways, (laughs) but yes, uh, yes, that's exactly right. And what the thing was, too, was it looked like they hit him like one big hit and it went back to putties. Exactly. That's that's what it took. And then there was the mirror. I don't even remember the name of this monster. That's how insignificant this little fuck was. Yeah, what the hell was his name? I don't know. I don't even, like, I'm not really even sure that he had a name. It was just like, you know, you may be right. Or something like that. Yeah, you might be right. I don't think he had a name. Because, like, it was so insignificant. Like, yeah. they didn't even need to call the Zords to get nope. <laughs> And it's been a while, if you think about it, it's been a while since we've seen the weapons combine like that. Yeah, it has. So it kind of felt refreshing to see that again. It really did. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I, I thought, though... Just the scenes with them fighting, that was just so badass. I just, I, I really liked uh, every uh, bit of that. Um, like I said, it could have been longer. Uh, but for the most part, I still thought this was a badass episode. Even though there were a lot of funny things to point out about it, I still thought it was badass. What, what, what were your final thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought this was an incredible episode. Uh, for one thing, I, I actually like the setting of the Power Rangers in detention, trying to figure out the best way out. And then also seeing their reaction to, to seeing these proto Power Rangers wreak havoc. It was uh, like it, it invoked kind of a different emotion than what we usually feel when we see this show. Uh, it, it broke the formula, essentially, and it was better all for it. Yeah, uh, I, I really liked it. Um... And, and I can't wait to see uh, more of these types of episodes. I know that this happens again in some sort of fashion, but uh, and I don't think it's like as badass as this, but this one was really good. I, I really like this one. Yeah. Um, really had a good time watching this episode. Um, so I encourage everyone to go check this out. It's called A Bad Reflection on You. It's a really good episode. Go and check it out. And then speaking of really good episodes, we're about to cover two of them coming up back to back here. It's the Doomsday series in Power Rangers. We're going to get into it uh, after we take a brief uh, intermission, I should say, from TMB Studios. You're listening to the Power Rangers Go podcast. Can you feel that? 
Can you feel that? Chatter City. Ladies and gentlemen, Chatter City is wound up. We are back. We have been absolutely on fire and ready to lay down some heated, maybe some controversial, and really good statements. Now, sports is back. We'll get into it. Until then, thanks for tuning in. Take care. Please stay safe. And also, have a blessed rest of your day. You're currently locked in to Power Rangers Go! On TMB Studios. Alright, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go! And Ace, I know we love to break down things on this show. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's not much I can break down from this because I just thought these two episodes that we're about to talk about were just so awesome. No, I, I agree. I mean, you know, like you said, typically there's a lot of kind of uh, comedic commentary that we like to add tack on to these episodes. But with with these two, with Doomsday, it's just pure Power Rangers goodness. Yeah, it, it really it really is. Like if you're a fan of the Power Rangers, if you're not a fan of the Power Rangers, and you were wondering what it was and stuff like that, if you were to check out these two episodes, you would probably be like, "Oh, I see why you like this." Right. Like they were just. They're so good. I, I like the concept of it. Um, you know, uh, they, they want to declare Power Rangers Day, basically in Angel Grove, to say thank you to the Power Rangers. And, of course, Bulk and Skull hear this, and they're going to become the talks of the town. Um, well, then again, you know, after that last episode, I can't really even question what they do anymore i'm just like okay <laughs> because i mean y'all literally <laughs> they look through a desk drawer to try to find right after they disappeared i still can't get over that too <laughs> also uh correct me if i'm wrong on this because you, you probably know better than i would but okay um this field that's being used for power rangers day was it the same field that the carnival was set up for when they did the, uh, the the creepy clown episode? Probably similar to it, at least like because uh, I mean, obviously it's the same production, so right, right. So naturally, that you would kind of think that they would, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, and I, and I didn't really even think about that until now, but yeah, it probably was. Okay, hey, I just I just was kind of looking at it and like, man, that looks like the same kind of field layout. So, well, and and I, that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility, right. in, in my opinion, because I mean, like, like it's you know, look at it in real life. Like, if if you were here in Augusta, right, and there was an event that was supposed to be held here, more than likely the fair event is going to be held there. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, so like the the same field would be used and um and stuff like that, um. So that that one's not out of the realm of possibilities to me, 
But I, uh, but I, I, I see where you're coming from, though. I, yes, I do believe it is kind of the same place. Um, I will say that uh, Angel Grove really shows like how big it's supposed to be. Quotation marks. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there just like this. Just looks like a college reunion. Yeah, it kind of did, huh? I mean, but not even <laughs> high school, which is what they're supposed to be in. But right. Legit high, but like legit college. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what it looked like to me, at, at least. You I know, don't I, know, but no, you're right. I didn't think about because, like, yeah, the demographic wasn't really that that vast. It was pretty uh, one dimensional from that aspect. Well, it was, and then and then you had just like the only uh, adults that you could see were teachers. Yeah, boy, Angel <laughs> Grove is a strange place. <laughs> and then there would be like two random kids to call out Bulk and Skull and shit like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, and so uh, Bulk and Skull want to you know steal the life of the park now. Here is the question I have because okay, so the whole the whole point of this is the mayor wants the Power Ranger is hoping that the Power Rangers will show up so that they can personally thank the Rangers for saving the day all the time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Ace. Uh, believe your uh, so-called father um, said that. <laughs> it's, uh, did he not say? Uh, you cannot use your powers for personal gain. He did say that. Now, could we be overlooking at the fact now? Like, could we be looking at this like they're not really doing this for personal gain? Right, because, right. like, like it's not like they're going to go up there and morph in front of everyone. But it's more for them just to go up there so that the city can per- say say thank you to to them. Yeah, and I, I think that is the defining difference is that it'd be different if the Power Rangers wanted to set this up themselves. Right. But because the city wanted to show their appreciation, I guess they figured that is the the best course of action. Right. I guess, you know, just to kind of build a rapport with the people there. Well, I was just kind of thinking that, like, as I was watching it, because I'm, I'm just like, man, you know, I, I don't know if Zordon would necessarily be happy with this. But then he doesn't try to stop it or anything like that. And I, and I think I think it was, it, it, you know, like we said, it would be different if they went up there, if they planned the whole event for themselves, or if they just went up there and morphed in front of everyone, then it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, your Power Rangers are taken, uh, or, or the, your powers are taken away from you. Right. <laughs> but... But so we're at this thing, and uh, Bulk and Skull are, are doing their little bit. They're acting like complete goofs, dressed as superheroes and stuff like that. And um, the the Rangers are there, and everyone starts disappearing, and everyone disappears. Basically, the whole town yeah. disappears, or at least that's what we're led to believe. You didn't know that Thanos was the Power Rangers, did you? I did not realize that. I did not realize that they had an Infinity Stone. So all of that stuff in the end game is bullshit. All they had to go to was Angel Grove. That's it. 
that's where that's where Ant Man went back in in, in, yeah. in the thing. That's why yeah. we didn't see him because it was copyrighted. <laughs> it was copyrighted. He actually he 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 wasn't stuck in the quantum realm. It sent him to Angel Grove, and he was like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this isn't the quantum realm. This is the morphing grid. I don't belong yeah. here. <laughs> I don't belong here at all. <laughs> so that's why it all makes sense now. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so everyone just disappears. And um, and so you know uh, they're they're like, what's going on? Rita moves her big castle and moves it down to Earth and parks it right in the middle of the building. I say park because it literally looked like a parking job. Right. <laughs> it did. It just it just went in, and and her big plan is to resurrect. Goldar's ancient Zord. Man, this is a great plan, great idea. What took her so long to realize that she needed to do this? Um, well, she didn't have the budget right off the bat. <laughs> so she had to ask her father for some money, but her father was just like, hey, I'm too busy dealing with the uh, Aquatum Rangers over here. So I've <laughs> so I I can't give that to you now. I'm not sure, but apparently it was the right time to do this. So and by the way, all jokes aside, this Zord is intimidating as fuck looking. It makes the Megazord look like Ronald McDonald. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. <laughs> it's so true. It very much is true because, like, because <laughs> the thing is actually bigger than the Megazord. It is, and like the thing, I don't remember what it looks like exactly, but like it, I feel like it had abs. Like this machine, <laughs> like it had like it had like built-in pecs and abs. Like, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly. Like I, I mean, I can't really tell from um, from this angle or anything like that. But like, it was intimidating. So I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. And and I remember this Zord. Like I remember this episode as a kid. It kind of made me uncomfortable at times because that Zord was so intimidating looking. Like it was like, whoa, this Zord's legit kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, I just like, because you look at it and you do wonder how are the Rangers going to fare up against this thing. And as a kid, you know, you think once you see the the Megazord, especially at this point in the show, you think, well, if the Megazord can't do it, then the Dragonzord can do it. If the Dragonzord can't do it, then the Mega Dragonzord can do it. They can't do it, then the, you know, like, <laughs> there's just so many, <laughs> there's levels to it. And so you're thinking that, okay, no matter what, the Power Rangers got this. Yeah, well, and, and, and here's the thing, right? So, they morph into action. They uh, they form the Megazord, and, and now they're about to battle uh, Goldar's thing. And it it it, it gives them a uh, oh, it does have abs. I thought so. I just <laughs> noticed that shit. Oh my god! What is wrong? What is wrong with I am Saban? <laughs> 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 
what's great too is the fact of that that they'll refer to it as a monster. I'm sitting there like it's right. a sword. It's a sword. It's a sword, just like yours. Yeah. I mean, so if you want to call it a monster to make yourself feel better about it, that's fine, but this is it's just a sword. Well, here's the thing, and it takes everything to beat this monster. Oh yeah. And here's the thing too, in this first episode, it goes by really quick because they they make short work of the Zord itself. Yeah, they but, do. But then what happens is right, okay, so they call forth the Ultra Zord. Now you know how we ask why hasn't Rita done this or that until now? Mm-hmm. Here's where I really want to ask her that. Because she just, she literally takes her staff and goes, why you take that? And um, Titanus starts sinking to the ground. Yeah. And then, like, the Rangers try to get him out, and he literally explodes. Right. And I'm like, holy shit. Exactly. And I'm sitting there like, why the fuck did you just do this now? Right. And as a kid, I was thinking, man, I just got this toy. Like, now it's gone. (laughs) 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 Right? Uh, That's what I thought as a child, too. I was like, like, oh, damn. (laughs) Good. But it explodes. And what was so bad about it was the reaction of the Rangers. Because, (laughs) you know, they just take one of the random... uh, Sentai footages that that we've been seeing this whole time. Right. It's so, so funny. He just goes, "Titanus is gone. Now what? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's like you know. I'm so glad that the Rangers have backup plans. You know, like that's. <laughs> well, here, now, you know, now, that was sarcasm. If you guys couldn't tell, right? Now to be fair to them on this one, just a little bit. All right. They had already beaten the Zord, so at that point, they kind of were just like, well, I don't know. We we kind of just defeated him. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we don't know what's going to happen. And then Rita summons. I will say this. This is probably one of the scariest things in Power Rangers. That like somewhat kind of gave me nightmares as a kid <laughs> was that fucking low car. Low car was weird. That was like like, and that's super Sentai footage. You could clearly tell. Mm-hmm. But even then, like even like still to this day, like I'm just like that thing is so creepy looking. Yeah, I mean, like we've. Never seen anything like him in this show. Lokar is kind of a one of a kind deal, and I mean, because we, we've never seen like a a disembodied, transparent head. You know, <laughs> what do you do with that? <laughs> and one that makes the weirdest sound. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like it's true. Like, I seriously want to be in these meetings when they come up with these ideas for these characters. <laughs> all right, so all right, so we need a uh, 
We need a we need something to help uh, defeat the Rangers here. What uh, what what y'all got for me? Uh, here I got a giant talking head that looks like an Indian grave robber. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I think? I think it's like this. Um, have you ever seen this jewel of a movie called Samurai Cop? Oh, uh, a long time ago. I barely remember it, but that's yeah, probably for the best. It, it is the best awful movie that you will ever see. Okay, and and it's partly due to the fact that the director. Who knows what kind of drugs this guy was on? But besides the <laughs> besides the the plot and the story not making any sense in Samurai Cop, uh, the actor, the main lead, confirmed that yeah, basically everything was done in one take. So there there were no oh, retakes of anything. Everything you see in that movie is from the first take, and that's <laughs> one reason why it's so awful. I think that with Power Rangers, I think that like you said. They just went with the first idea that came up. So whatever idea was first, if you came up with something after that idea, that's too bad, man. We already have an idea. So if, if yes. you want to go with, with low car and somebody says, well, maybe we should do this. Well, that may be a better idea, but we already have low car. So <laughs> <laughs> better luck next time. <laughs> exactly. We'll put it in one of the other thousands right. of episodes we're going to do. We'll just we'll just we'll pick one. We'll pick one out of a random hat. <laughs> oh. I was gonna say that like um when she brought out uh Lokar, like when she summoned him, that was that might have been one of the creepiest things, especially as a kid when I saw her do that, because the way she said it, like she was like you will all suffer, you know, Yeah. And everything. And then she, you know, started doing her speaking in tongues or whatnot. And, and dude, that was pretty creepy. <laughs> Not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Lokar, he was, uh, that was an interesting concept, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I, I I agree. Um, and 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 it only gets interesting uh, from this point because she not only gets rid of Titanus, but she um, summons Lokar, and then she resummons Goldar's sword. So yeah, right? wasn't that to do? Wasn't it called the was it the the Cyclopsis or something like that? Yes, Cyclopsis. Yeah. And again, Cyclopsis is pretty badass looking. Yes. So, uh, so it, it, this has been interesting so far, and it will get uh, even more interesting when we come back because we're going to talk about part two. That was part one of uh, of Doomsday. So the Rangers have more work to do, as we see, and we're going to get into that when we come back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast. Come on back with us. Hey, what's up? This is Caleb Stovall here with the Stovall Wrestling Network SWM Podcast talking all about what? That's right, the world of pro wrestling. Join me and my good friend Chris Dickens as we discuss 
current wrestling news, past wrestling, skits, interviews, and more. Chris, why don't you tell them all about the website? Hey, you can find the Stowball Wrestling Network on tmbstudios.ga. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. It's SWN Stowball Wrestling Network. You're currently locked in the Power Rangers Go on TMB Studios. All right, we are back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast right here to talk about Tuesday Part 2 of the Tuesday series here in Power Rangers, here in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, And so we pick up kind of where we left off with Rita. Yeah, you know, she's on Earth, technically. Yeah, which is weird, right? <laughs> seeing her on Earth. Well, it's weird. It's weird seeing her on Earth, but then it's even weird her still seeing shots of her in space. <laughs> That's true. It's like, wait a minute. You, you guys have to pick a lane here. There's got to be one or the other. <laughs> but here's... <laughs> Here, here's where I might have to pick out some things about this episode, right? Mm-hmm. So we, so we go and we see the Rangers. They're trying to figure out what to do and everything like that. And Zordon says he has says I've moved your Zords to a safe uh, location and everything. Their Zords are badly drained right now, and um, you know the, 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 there could be a problem there. The Rangers say that, well, if we don't do something, uh, Goldar and Rita are going to destroy, you know, Angel Grove, or they're going to destroy the world, blah, 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 because we know Angel Grove is the world. And and, and so uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. And so they're like, we've got to morph into action. We've, we've got to call forth the Zords. And Zordon says, the Zords are not fully powered. If you do that and they lose power, you'll only be fighting at this percent and you will definitely be more vulnerable. Are you sure you're willing to take that risk? And they're like, and they're like, yes, absolutely. We have no choice. And so they go into fight. And basically what happens is Lokar and Cyclopsis uh, kick their ass, basically, because they have no power and stuff like that. And the Zord kind of starts disappearing on them, right? Oh, yeah. She's getting mad. Yeah. So the Zord is disappearing. And then, you know, they kind of get ejected, right, from uh, from their cockpits and stuff like that. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. It was said that they were making a big, huge sacrifice, which it, at this point, it does. I'm cool with it. Right. Here's what I was not cool with, was they contact Zordon and say what happened. And he says, once again, I have moved your Zords to a safer location. They are charging. They will be fine. I'm sitting there so they didn't need to sacrifice shit. Right. <laughs> Is that not what I'm hearing, Ace? Oh, you know, like what I've been saying, like Zordon, Zordon has his own agenda. Okay. <laughs> 
Zordon cares about Zordon and Zordon's property, and the Zords are Zordon's property. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so, because I'm sitting there just like, I'm like, wait a minute. So we did all of that for nothing? (laughs) Oh, man. You know, I didn't think about it like that. But, yeah, you are right. And then here's what's great, right? They show the viewing glow and the viewing glow, the globe, the Mm -hmm. viewing globe. Um, And it shows uh, Cyclops is wrecking the city. You can see people looking at him in the viewing globe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I thought Rita had snatched up everybody. You know, Rita's eyesight actually isn't that good. It's a well-known fact. She has a hard time (laughs) seeing. You know? And, like, because she's on Earth now, it's like using the telescope is a little too redundant. But she didn't have any glasses, so, you know, things just get real difficult for her. (laughs) I don't... I don't know. I just... uh, I I noticed that, and it it was just for, like, two seconds, but I was like, oh, come on, y'all need to try. That is funny, though. Let's (laughs) talk about clothing outfits here for a minute, because, because I'm looking at the Rangers right now. And remember when we were talking about Zach's wardrobe in the last Oh, one, yes. We were talking about Jason's red pants and all that. All right, so here's my question. Kimberly is wearing a pink shirt, and she's wearing jean shorts that are blue. Mm-hmm. Zach is wearing a black shirt with black jeans. That's cool. Yep. Jason on the other hand, is wearing a red flannel, cutoff flannel, and fucking red pants. <laughs> what That's right. Wear jeans? <laughs> Man, you know, I'm not sure who the uh, the costume, uh, uh, the costume and wardrobe people were on that show, but. If I were one of the Rangers, I would have tried to get in nice with those guys, you know, to make sure that, <laughs> that I have a decent outfit for every episode. <laughs> I, if I was Jason, I'd have been like, hey, man, can I at least wear a shirt? Right. <laughs> oh, can man. I just wear a shirt for what? Because, <laughs> dude, you think he looks interesting now. Wait till we get to Zio and you see the shit that he wears in that. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say half the time when I see it. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh Lord! But there, but so we've done all of that sacrificing for nothing. It seems like, <laughs> and then. You know, uh, Rita still is going on with her plan and everything like that. And uh, they're teleported back to the command center. And um, and actually, what's funny about that, right? Uh, they have to go to 
Billy, uh, no, wait a minute. Actually, their communicators are actually down for right now. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, because I guess uh, something happened when they were fighting in the Zords or something like that. And uh, that wasn't really explained, but it was just kind of like our communicators are down. Something was jamming the morphing grid or something like that. So, of course, they go to Billy's garage. Of course, because Billy is, is the technological genius who's come up with inventions such as, but not limited to, the rad bug. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we have, uh, and so they're at the garage and they're trying to fix the communicators and then Goldar shows up at Billy's garage along with some putties. And you know what he does? Essentially nothing. That's exactly right. <laughs> he shows Not up a just goddamn fucking like, like Goldar shows up just to flex and the Rangers like, "All right, we out of here." And Goldar's <laughs> like, "Oh, Goldar's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> God, God damn it. Rita, they, they fixed the fucking communicators. They got out of here. God damn it. <laughs> they got out of here, Rita. There was nothing I could do. No, I the, could do. From the you five me- minutes of laughter I was doing, I couldn't have impaled one of them. You, you, you want me to fuck up this garage while I'm here? All right, I'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you could have at least gotten rid of the rad book. <laughs> or he could have taken the rat bug. That would have been funny seeing Goldar. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't think I could have survived that. Oh man. That would be the great no, that would be the greatest moment in Power Rangers history. It's if oh, it, Goldar it would took the rat bug. Absolutely. That would I would phenomenal. absolutely die. that would be so funny but as we say so they get the communicators fixed they they teleport to the command center where Zordon just says oh don't worry rangers I've moved all the zords everything is fine what (laughs) man you know Zordon just be pulling out some bullshit when he needs to apparently because they're there literally was nothing wrong with anything. This right. was morphing action, and they had to go through them all. They had to go, I call the power of the Tyrannosaurus. I call the power of the Mastodon. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God. Right, just each one individually, like, good grief. Each one individually. And then they say, all right, here's how you beat Cyclopsis. Change up the strategy on him at every turn. And you know, my thought process was, well, shouldn't you do that when you fight anybody? Just change up the strategy? I'd <laughs> like, you know, I was thinking that. <laughs> It'd be like a football team trying to do a pass run and the other team just look at him like, all right, I wonder what they're going to do now. Right. <laughs> But yeah, apparently like, like that's if, how you beat like if a team just ran. The, or go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, be like like a like a team just running the same play, uh, like for for every play for every game, and then 
and then wondering why the fuck they're losing all of a sudden. Like, shit, what's this worked all those other times? <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically like how a bunch of people play Madden on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just run the same damn play. Right. That is what a lot of them do. They just run the same damn plays. I can believe that. Well, it's because you don't have time to, like, choose almost. Like, it's just like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. <laughs> so it's uh, it's interesting. But we, we could go on for that for another day. But, um, yeah, <laughs> they, they got to keep changing up strategy. So what do they do? They, just do the same exact thing that they did the first time. <laughs> yeah, they do the same exact thing, except they... Except they do it faster. <laughs> That's it. It's the mega sword, then the mega sword, or the power sword, then then the dragon sword, mega dragon sword, ultra sword. Yep. We're done. <laughs> it's like, well, like man. I never thought of that strategy. That's that's a great one. We gotta remember that that one for future. Like Dude, good. that it's, is. I, so if I'm Power Rangers now, I know not to throw the same punch every single time. Right. <laughs> or just throw every single Zord at them. Right. Because it's like <laughs> that's that's what they did. Like my 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 that's my my notes for for this moment was huh. That's a clever way to sell more toys. Just go through, <laughs> just go through all of them. <laughs> yes, they literally. This was literally a toy freaking yes. advertisement. Was I right mean, here because, like, let's let's be honest. As as kids, whenever they you know get into the Zords, we pull out our our toys for that Zord, and I think that the marketing team for this show realized that. So. <laughs> So they get the Megazord, we get our Megazord. They pull out the Dragonzord, we get our Dragonzord. Oh shit, I don't have Titanus. Ma, Ma, I need to get <laughs> I need to get Titanus. Wait, wait, they have Cyclopsis? Ma, I need Cyclopsis. Right, I need Cyclopsis. <laughs> I need every I need every toy that's right. out there because they're all in this episode. Yeah, every single one. I need another giant Goldar. That's exactly what it was. But Ugh. they defeat Goldar. It causes Rita to leave and actually <laughs> they, they have to leave the Earth and whatnot. And uh, and, and Squat and Babu was just like, Goldar, how could you do this? Never mind that, Rita, get us out of here. And so she she lifts off and she goes, she goes, Goldar, yes, my friend. Don't ever tell me what to do again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And his reaction, uh. <laughs> oh, perfect way to end. Perfect way to end that part of the episode and then yes. all the others are uh brought back to the park and everything where they finally all meet the rangers the rangers are there in in power rangers form too they are all there and they say thank you and um and uh there were these kids who were talking which th this was i thought that uh this was a really cool moment 
was when uh was when these kids were just like was like I heard this ranger's awesome no this ranger's mm-hmm. the coolest and then Tommy has, returns and comes in and says I'll let you in on a little secret they're all really awesome or something like that I I, I thought that petty motherfucker was gonna be like I'll let you in a secret that one's Jason that one's Kimberly <laughs> that one's <laughs> part to be right mm-hmm. if you think about this from a logical perspective they're not saying they're not high-fiving anyone walking through the crowd and then all of a sudden this one guy comes up and they start high-fiving <laughs> yes. him and looking at him like you were such a valuable team member <laughs> right how did no one look at that motherfucker and go wait a minute they're looking at him what does he know yeah what's that guy dressed in all green know only if he knows what happened to the Green Ranger. Who? <laughs> no, nobody, and nobody thought that in this episode. They just saw the five of them. That was like that was all we needed. <laughs> oh, like we we don't give a fuck what the Green Ranger did for us. <laughs> right. One of them. One of them said, "Wait a minute, there was a green one." Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that green one helped them out of the most dire situations half the time they were getting their ass kicked. Right. <laughs> oh, man. But it, it, but it was a really cool moment. It uh, was. I, I, yeah. really, I really do have to give them props for that. I, I really like the way that they did this. Um, and then at the end of this, Zordon poses a question to him, right? Yeah. That, you know... Well, technically, you've done your ranger duties. You know, you can choose not to do this, and you can choose to go off into the world and, you know, explore everything else. But then, obviously, they said that, you know, there's there's not even a, a choice to be made or anything like that. You know, they obviously accept uh, right off the bat, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's... It's interesting because I'm sitting there just like, you know, these actors really didn't like working on this show that much. This was their chance to get out, right? Exactly. Like, this is, <laughs> this is, this would have been great if everybody said yes, but then Jason's like, you know, I'm out. Uh, this is, this is good for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, that was a, a really interesting and kind of cool, you know, moment that they had when, so it gave them the option, hey, you know, most gangs don't give you the option to get out unless you're getting buried going to jail. <laughs> 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 Luckily, <laughs> this isn't that type of gang. <laughs> or team. <laughs> or a group of friends. <laughs> yep. Group of teenagers with attitude. Yeah, there's much attitude to it, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, that was the Doomsday Series Ace. 
man, you know, again, we were laughing at a lot of things, but I really did like this series. This series was really good. It was awesome. I mean, absolutely. This was what I consider to be like quintessential Power Rangers episodes. I mean, what I really enjoy about these three episodes, uh, Doomsday and, and the one we watched before it, was the fact that they're just, they're not formulaic. And Power Rangers is a show that got so big in its prime that it could have gotten away with being formulated. It could have done just the same format every episode, and, and our little asses would have ate, would have eaten it all up. It wouldn't okay. have made any difference. But the fact that we see them pull out episodes like this where they get creative and they they break that formula. That to me, that really shows that they care about this product and that they care about the quality of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I agree completely, and 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 want to tell more of a story than just your, I guess, simple. Hey, these are five teenagers that come to save the world. There's more to it, right? Um, and like I and and again, the Doomsday series provided some images that really kind of haunted me as a child. Like like it was. Like there was some images in it, like again, low car. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, low car is a weird one to to deal with for sure. It it, it really is. Uh, but this was a really this was a really cool two parter. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I really loved even the twist of like giving them the ultimatum at the end. And again, like I said to me, I was just like, well, th- there was your way out of everything. <laughs> They decided not to, so uh, and they decided, hey, we'll, we'll stick around for another season. Which actually, they're still in the same season, so mm-hmm. um, so the season continues and everything. And we will continue when we come back here on the Power Rangers Go podcast. We've got one more you hear for today. It's called Rita's Seed of Evil. We'll find out what that's about when we come back here. On the Power Rangers Go podcast, it's here exclusively on TMB Studios. You know, I know it's supposed to be your turn to start talking about this. We got to do this commercial for now. I know we got to do the commercial. You're the one that said that you were going to do the commercial for the podcast. No, no, you said you were going to do the commercial. No, you're the one that said that you have the face for radio. Oh, yeah, well, that ain't what your dad said, because your dad said that you have the voice, the, the face that only a dog would love. Oh, that's just brilliant. Yeah, well, you know, who cares who does it? Somebody's got to tell them that 90s Nostalgia is airing on TMB. Somebody's got to let them yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's got to let them know. You I mean, seriously. You don't even nope. talk on the shows. Talk on the freaking radio. Why aren't you talking? Because all, all you have to do is say... 90s Nostalgia. Catch it exclusively on TMB Studios. And welcome, welcome back to the Power Rangers Gold Podcast, the very best Power Rangers podcast out there. Say that five times fast. <laughs> I am Quentin and Caleb are back. Me and uh, the more phenomenal co-host are back. And we're here to talk about episode 41, titled Rita's Seed of Evil. Yes. So there's a couple of things <laughs> right off the bat I want to say about this episode. One of them is actually informative. Okay. One of them, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, first of all, the last episode we talked about was Doomsday Part 2. 
right. just kind of a fun fact for everybody. This episode originally aired November 30th, 1993. Now, the next episode we get is, of course, We the Seed of Evil. That episode didn't air until February 7th, 1994. So there was actually a long gap between uh, episode 40 and episode 41. Oh, okay. So that must be why then they did the whole, you know, giving them the ultimatum to become Power Rangers again was to kind of give that little like seasonal break in there. Right. I think that's exactly what that was for. And yeah, this is something I didn't realize until I was doing the the, the research for this episode. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about was that Rita Seed of Evil is just a nice way of saying, hey, this is the tentacle monster hentai episode. <laughs> we went there. I, I was wondering when we were going to go. Oh, yeah. I was wondering when we were going to go there in this fucking show. And we just went there. We just went all we the went way there. <laughs> the sad part is, it's true. <laughs> it's fucking true. It's true. Oh. Well, well, I guess let's get into it because I can I can see that. Well, uh, so we had informal. Like you said, yeah. uh, that that was very informal on the dates and stuff. That was, and then we had just a what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you get oh. everything in Power Rangers, especially the Power Rangers Go podcast, the motherfucking yes. Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> in fact, if that was, in fact, if this was the motherfucking Power Rangers from our sick minds, we. <laughs> Rita's seed of evil. She just traps women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Oh, oh we're going to get killed by everyone. Anyway. <laughs> so I can see that. Because here's the thing, too, right? It shows the plan for the octoplant, mm-hmm. is what they're calling this the octoplant. And, <laughs> and, it shows, the, oh God, I can't even say it now. The tentacles. <laughs> I poisoned it. The plant tentacles, <laughs> and they're wrapping the globe. Except the globe is literally a toy globe. <laughs> if <laughs> I ever saw it, it was such a flimsy, made-looking thing. Like, good grief. <laughs> I saw that and I just I just threw up my hand. All right, so here's here's I've always noticed this about Japanese footage of anything when it comes to live action like this. All right, mm-hmm. this is why I give it so much shit because you remember the movie Godzilla two thousand? Oh, with Matthew Broderick. Yes, yes, I do. Well, that one. Oh, was that God? No, uh, uh-uh, uh, that was God. That was just Godzilla. I'm talking about Godzilla 2000. Huh, I don't know if I remember that one. 
So, so I know which one you're talking about with Matthew yeah. Broderick. That was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Agree full heartedly on that. Godzilla 2000 was actually a Godzilla that they shot in Japan and then they dubbed over for. Oh, English. okay. Yeah, I did not see that one. Well, I saw it, uh, unfortunately, and <laughs> there is a scene, right? There's a scene where they're supposed to show boats on the water, right? Mm-hmm. The scene is literally, like, 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 you can tell this. They're toy boats in a bath water. <laughs> like, I remember oh. seeing this, and my dad, who was alive at the time, he just goes, oh, how fake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. So I'm looking at this, and I'm going, oh, how fake. Uh, and, and you, you are absolutely right. And, you know, like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing on, like, Japanese movie uh, filmmaking, but, because uh, Americans, we've had our fair, fair share of awful practical effects and special effects as well. Yeah, just look at but, Justice League with freaking uh, <laughs> what's his face had a freaking fat chin. He had Jay Leno chin. All of a sudden, did Superman. Oh, yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah. That, yes. That, oh yeah. Uh, mustache. Henry Cavill. Am I not wrong about that though? Didn't they like legit put like a Jay Leno chin on him because they were trying to cover up his beard? Well, no they they had to reconstruct digitally his. Uh, the entire like uh, lower face of him because he couldn't shave his mustache, uh, and yeah, that's a whole another debacle. Yeah, but, well, but it man, was terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I cannot <laughs> cannot wait for this uh, for the Snyder cut. Please yeah. fix this uh, Snyder. Um, but no, like with with Japanese filmmaking, man. Like especially. If you go back more than twenty years, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we can we can do better than this. Well, apparently not, because that was the quality that they gave us in that movie, and then they gave us in in this one, and I just <laughs> I just went, oh my dear God, <laughs> it just it was it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. By the way, something else I want to mention here that we did not mention in the first part, right? Mm-hmm. We did not mention this in a bad reflection on you. Did anybody just notice randomly that Scorpina was there? Yeah, you're right. She was there, and then she, she like, wasn't, and then she was. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. And then, like, during Doomsday, she's nowhere to be found? Yeah, and no. Like, I, there, I was like, this would be when you would want her. Right. So Scorpina is interesting, man, because she doesn't feel like Goldar or or Finster or or you know or or any of them. She feels like she she's not a goon. Yeah. She kind of comes and goes as she pleases. Yeah, I, 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 that that's kind of what I get from it. Like like I don't know if Rita can necessarily control her. Yeah, I don't think so. And like even with Goldar, I think that Goldar is just loyal to Rita. Um, but yeah, like as far as Scorpina goes, 
I don't think that Rita has any control over her. I think that maybe their ideals just align, and so she agrees to. But when she doesn't want to be there, she's not going to be there. Yeah, I guess so. Like, fuck you. I got my ass kicked last time. You deal with them. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. If I need you, I'll call you. (laughs) (laughs) But but let's go back to these little tentacle-looking things. Because when I'm watching these things sprout up and they're covering like the city, like like they literally look like little miniature turds coming out. They do. Good it looks so disgusting. It was so disgusting looking. I was like, oh my dear Lord God. Yeah. Well, that... Oof. Well, one of the reasons why she has concocted this plan um, is because she has tried everything else and cannot work. And, <laughs> right. and Madam Woe uh, already forgot what she was supposed to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the Rangers are going to plant seeds in a garden and hopefully they're going to uh, grow up into be trees to provide you know, air, oxygen, water for, you know, plants and stuff or whatnot. All of that stuff that I have no idea what I just said. So anyways, <laughs> and, um, and of course, the guy who makes the fucking fertilizer is, well, Billy. Billy. And like, what, is he like shitting in like a, a bag of compost? Like what is so special about his fertilizer? I'm not really sure. It, but, as a child, you know, I don't, I don't think about I didn't think about that. But as an adult, I'm like, what makes Billy specialize or, or, or fertilizer special? I don't know. <laughs> it literally looks like a bottle of Coke, though. Like, yeah, it looks it like, like it looks just like a soda pop. Right. Like it's just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> But so so they they want to go and they want to plant these seeds and of course, uh, bulk and skull to pick for them to bully them on anything. It's 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 want to bet we got you geeks beat this time. I'm sitting there just like if you guys are bullies, you wouldn't give a fuck about plants unless you're, well, <laughs> yeah, Wiz Khalifa and up, right? Unless <laughs> you. There's only one kind of plant you should care about, and it is not an angel grove. No, <laughs> but but I'm sitting there just like, why the fuck are they trying to compete with them on this? But okay, whatever. So, so you know, they're going to try to sabotage that. So the Rangers they go and they plant their seeds, and Billy uses his fertilizer, I guess, or whatnot. And then, oh, oh, my favorite guy, Squatch, comes down, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to plant Rita's seed now. Yeah, fucking Squatch. <laughs> so, I, I, I do have to give the short props for this. I have, <laughs> I have been, at times, almost livid with this show. Because every time Squat comes down to Earth, he, somehow this motherfucker never gets caught. And like he can be standing behind a tree that's only three inches wide and he won't get caught. Right. And I'm like, how? Every time he comes to Earth, no one just never sees this monstrosity. 
Well, finally, finally, he gets caught. Yes, he does by two people too. He gets yes. caught by Bulk and Skull who run into him, and I love what he does. He looks at him, huh? And all he does <laughs> is this, <laughs> and then they like just lose their shit. They're like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> They they haul ass. But then he does. He gets so he goes to plant the uh, the seeds. You know, he, he's like he's he's like, I'll be a regular squatty apple seed. <laughs> Jesus. And it was, it was a great thing too, right? <laughs> this is what he is this is what he legit says. He goes, he goes, Rita will be so proud of me, she'll probably give me that new glow in the dark toothpaste I've been wanting. <laughs> <laughs> What? Right. Squad, you know you could teleport and take that from the from the drugstore and they wouldn't even know what hit them. <laughs> but do they sell glow-in-the-dark toothpaste? Was that a thing? Uh, well, that's a good question, I guess. <laughs> I think, actually, actually, I think maybe back around this time they might have. That that does sound like a '90s product. I think it were like like I legit think that was like a thing of the '90s was that was a glow in the dark toothpaste or something like that. It didn't last long because it didn't really make any difference or anything like that. Right, that's like uh like the the, the purple ketchup that was out back in the '90s. Oh my god, I know it didn't make a damn difference. No, it's like it's just purple. It was the same exact taste. Same exact. Yeah. But then again, who would want great, like, ketchup on their burger or anything like that? I don't know. But that's what he, that's apparently what he was hoping to get was a fucking glow-in-the-dark toothpaste. (laughs) But the Rangers see him, and they see that he is, you know, getting these seeds and everything like that. And... And, you know, then they're like, it's squat. What's he doing here? And then the putties are sent because basically, you know, he's he's been caught. Which I'm right. sitting there just like, well, already then your plan is fucked. Yeah. Because they know you're doing this? something. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 now the Rangers know that you're up to something and everything like that. Now, here's where we started to see, though, a little bit more theme music used in the show, if you noticed. Huh. I don't think I recall. So there was a little bit more. um, So, like, when they were fighting, there was a little bit more of that, uh, you know, that go, go, go now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They had like a, I know they had like a plant song earlier too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wacteries and Grove, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? I don't know. I, I want to know if they made that just for this episode. They, or if that was legit tried to be a hit. <laughs> no, no. Because I, I, I looked it up. And thank goodness it was nowhere to be found. So I'm assuming they made it just for the show. Okay. <laughs> okay, good because uh 
they would have bombed horribly in the music industry. Oh yeah. <laughs> they'd have been one of those they'd have been one of those bands that you see on a rehab show or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we came out with that big hit song Whack the Re. Right. People are like, what? People still sing it to this day. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> we don't even know that it existed. Right. You just made that song up, didn't you? That, that song doesn't exist. I know. But so, so the putties come out and they attack the Rangers and whatnot. And it's a pretty badass uh, scene, I will say. Like, like, they really give it to them in this one. Um, and yet still, Billy still wants to act like he doesn't fucking know what to do in a fight. I know, I know. And it's like, how long can can we draw this this out? I, I mean, because yeah. But I'm sitting there just like, dude, he should be comfortable now in his own fucking skin at this point. Right, especially if you know, really, what what you're fighting most is putties. <laughs> like he acts like he doesn't know what to do around putties by now and I'm sitting there just like kick him once or do a human chain it works yeah, trust us <laughs> but so th- th- they're fighting them off and they fight them off and then the ground starts shaking and they're like uh oh something's going on here and so they teleport to the command center then Jason says, I want to go back to the park, um, see if I can figure out what Squat was doing there. It may tie into all of this. And I'm sitting there just like, good thinking, Sherlock. Why did anyone think <laughs> that? He's saying, it may tie into all this. Well, no shit. What, what else would it tie into? Right. Yeah, I mean, Squat having to show up, then you get a tag. Hmm. Coincidence? I mean, you know, no one ever thinks about that. I will say this. He decided to put on fucking regular pants for this. He did. He did. Thank goodness. He still is wearing a flannel shirt, but at least it has sleeves this time. <laughs> <laughs> but but so, so uh, Zoran t- uh, uh, communicates with him and says... Uh, well, Squat was here, and he was doing, or Rita has planted the evil uh, uh, plant that she is going to bloom and stuff like that. Uh, the octo plant. I had to think about it for a minute, and I almost said Pinoctopus. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Different creature. Still ridiculous, though. <laughs> e- equally ridiculous. Yes. But the octo plant. And um, so Jason sees where the seeds are because they're um, springing out little imaginary force field. I'm sitting there, God knows, y'all disguise these damn things real great, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, and then uh, what proceeds from there is uh, Hinate part. I mean, uh, the (laughs) seed. This scene with the tentacles. And here's my question. Is the octoplant not bloomed yet? Oh. Where did these come from? <laughs> that's a good question. Maybe like that's, it's, I don't, 
Damn it, I don't know, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's even better about that is the fact of these these things go around him, right? Mm-hmm. And, they show, and they show obviously a lot of Super Sentai footage, right? And the <laughs> and the Sentai footage is fine, right? But when they when they show him and he's by himself wrapped in the thing and he's like, let go of me, you overgrown asparagus. And <laughs> the thing is like hanging halfway off of him to where like, it's just like, dude, you can so just take that off of you. <laughs> exactly. All you gotta do is like lift your leg up a little bit and you'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> they just... They just said, fuck it. This is as great as we're going to get. Right. But, so. <laughs> I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but think of that uh, again and everything like that. But but it was it was pretty funny. But then. It was. Um, but then the Rangers see that he's in trouble. They morph into action. And by the way, Ace, what the fuck is this park located because somehow we're in a regular looking park and then all of a sudden we've got buildings behind us right <laughs> like angel grove is the most ass backwards confusing city i've ever seen it really is and so they free him they start uh they start getting up the seeds and they're like they're like, uh, Rita's just like, ah, oh, they're going to ruin everything. And Goldar's like, I salute the charge. Who is with me? And Scorpina, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Rita just goes, how delightfully evil. I'm like, how is your Your mind is warped, lady. Right. <laughs> it's just so weird. But then they, uh. But then they they're fighting the putties and they're fighting Goldar and Scorpina, and again they always have trouble with Scorpina and Goldar. And I'm sitting there just like, why don't you just use these motherfuckers every time to beat them? Right. <laughs> like Scorpina is holding her own. Does she not have enough power to get rid of the Rangers on her own? Like, is she is she used as a goon in that sense? Like. I mean, she certainly has the power. Like we've seen her, she's super capable. Right. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> and then you know, and they're battling Scorpina and Goldar. And again, you know, Scorpina and Goldar are are actually like feeding pretty well against them. And yeah. it's all to keep them distracted while the octoplant blooms and everything like that. And then the octoplant finally blooms, right? Finally, she this. It. She doesn't even think twice. She grows the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like immediately, she's like, "Fuck this shit, just fucking grow." <laughs> exactly. She just grows him, and then so the Rangers they they call forth the Megazord and everything like that. <laughs> and this is how we beat her. She sees a reflection of herself. <laughs> and she is distracted long enough for the power sword. It was like the, the Megazord snuck up behind her like, gotcha, bitch. And just kind of 
limits. <laughs> oh. oh, my lord. And it's just, a, it, it's just some of the things in this episode. Which is, okay, okay, I got to point this out. When the octoplant grows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Trini says, guys, she's huge now. And she's like, you puny, pathetic, blah, blah, blah. And it's Trini saying, puny, huh? We'll see who's puny, you overgrown pedal pusher, or something like that. Right. She's the one talking. The whole time she's talking, Ace, and I hate you forever for this. There's nothing but bold <laughs> out of that. <laughs> There's just oh. straight bulging out of that suit. <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry. They I could mean. not hide that if you were drunk enough. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's you can't ignore it. I mean, like you <laughs> want to, but it's just right there. Dude, it, it really was. It well, it was so obvious in this one, which was which, what made it worse. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Like, like, and here's the thing. It was clearly, like, another footage from something else. So I'm sitting there like, you could have done any other footage from this show other than that one. I know. Like, you could have cropped out the, you know, the, the frame so we didn't have to see, you know. Anything. Well, nobody thought that, but then again, nobody thought the way to beat this thing was to make it look completely fucking useless. (laughs) (laughs) It did look completely useless. I was like, oh my God, for real? That's how they beat her? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess they they, they can't all be nasty nights and, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) Unfortunately, so sometimes sometimes you gotta you gotta chalk it up to a loss. Yeah. Um. Well, that's what Rita did. Yeah, <laughs> she always yeah. does. And R- R- Rita's batting average is not great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! And by the way, the whole entire time, Bulk and Skull are stuck in a porta potty. Yeah, they're, they're stuck, stuck in a porta potty. Inside, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they're stuck. Yeah, so they're, they're essentially locked inside of a porta potty somehow. What's even what's even crazier is that they're making all this noise, and yet they get loaded onto the back of a truck inside the porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> like no one heard these two in here, or no one gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the two. One of, one the, of two. the two happened. Was one of them they didn't hear them, or two they just did not give a fuck. They were like, "Yeah, <laughs> right, oh, this this would be fine." But that was Rita's seed of evil. Ace, your final thoughts on this? You know, three of these episodes were phenomenal, <laughs> <laughs> and and the other episode was this one. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, this this episode was the only one that felt like a little bit of filler in comparison. Right. Like the the other episodes to me felt like they were really their own thing, really trying to think outside the box and and to do something really unique and cool. But well, they also, you know, to your point on that. 
mm-hmm. it, it would to me I would kind of like look at it as like they they knew that they were kind of filming for this like not really season finale but they knew that they were going to have to wait like a few more months before you know the new uh, episodes would come out and everything like that right yeah, and, and and that makes sense too. And I guess technically this is like the first episode back in like some months. So they, uh, I mean, they they probably just wanted to get the the viewers reacclimated to the show and to you know ease them on in instead of throwing them into something heavy. Oh yeah, which I mean, <laughs> nowadays we just call that Netflix. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's just what it's called, is a Netflix show. Because oh. <laughs> that's exactly what happens to you with a Netflix show or an HBO right. show. HBO, Showtime, Netflix, you know, any of those. They just, yeah. they love to kick you right away. But, no, these are, uh, no, these are kids shows, so we, which actually, I mean, really, three of these episodes, and even kind of this one, Really didn't feel that kitty like. It felt more on the action side. Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, we spoke about this before about how this show got complaints early on about the gratuitous violence or whatever. But, I mean, hell, that's what really drew us into the show <laughs> was uh, what was the fighting and the violence and how are the Power Rangers going to survive this or how are they going to defeat this monster? Uh, so, I mean, I guess to that degree, like the show really honed in on this demographic and did a great job. Right. Right. I I, I agree. Um, it, it 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 like I said, I really enjoyed the four of these episodes, even though Rita's seed of evil was mm-hmm. a little bit on the ridiculous side. I'll, yeah. You know, I I still liked like like these were Power Rangers episodes. Basically. Yes. Yes. These were why, like, you love the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. so, so I really liked, uh, I really liked these and stuff like that. And I hope you guys really like these. If you haven't checked these out, check them out. Uh, check them out uh, on Netflix uh, whenever you can. That's how we're. That's how we're watching them. Is on Netflix. Uh, I don't know where else you can find them, but. Uh, on Netflix, you have the entire Power Rangers series, like we said, and that's what we've been going for. And these were the four episodes that really kind of drew almost a kind of mid-season finale for us here in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series, like we said. And from then on, we're going to keep on going, and we've got more to come here on the Power Rangers Go uh, uh, episode here. And... Um, I'm really looking forward to a lot of the upcoming episodes. I know that we're going to get into a lot more of the weeds of Power Rangers in the upcoming episodes. And, Ace, we're probably going to get into a lot of facts uh, checking on them. Because I'm sure by this point, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, we're nearing a point now where there's you know maybe a little, little animosity in certain degrees. Right, and it would be a minute before we would see that, too. Uh Like, like we kind of wouldn't see that until, I would say, the Zed series. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably about right on. Because that's when, like, I noticed, like, they would use different voices for Jason, Zach, and Trini mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And I will want to go into that detail with you because um, that's something I've always been curious. I even noticed that as a child that, like, the voices didn't match. So, right. Like, I was always kind of like, wait, what's going on with that? Exactly. It felt like something just wasn't quite right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Something definitely didn't feel right. So, and and we'll talk about that in great detail and everything like that. But these were these four episodes. Please check them out on Netflix. They're a lot of fun, especially the Doomsday series. That was amazing and a bad reflection on you. That's a really cool episode. Uh, and just have some fun. It's always cool though, and it's always awesome. Uh, jumping down memory lane here with Jace, uh, it, it's amazing every time, man. Absolutely. This is always a blast. It's one of the highlights of my week. And, man, just watching these episodes and reliving these memories and, and picking up on other things that I missed as a kid, it's been a blast. I hope you guys are listening or enjoying it just as much as we are. Yeah, and uh, if you want to hear more of Ace Breakdown, all things superheroes, join him on the Superhero Homies podcast. What y'all got coming up on Superhero Homies? Next week, we'll be talking about the Avengers video game. Mm. We'll be giving our full review and breakdown on that. And also, if that's not enough for you guys, uh, on Fridays, we are covering... Uh, the Boys Season 2, we're going to do the first bulk of the episodes that came out last week, and then we're going to do them uh, episode by episode as they come out weekly. Ooh, I have not been able to check that out, but I've heard that show is freaking amazing. It's great. It, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. More phenomenal. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't that guy uh, that's the main character, or at least, like, mm-hmm. I guess one of them, Hasn't he been in, like, several movies that involve comic books? Yeah, Carl Urban, yeah. Uh, he played The uh, the Executioner in uh, Ragnarok. He played uh, yep. Judge, Judge Dredd in the good Judge Dredd movie, not the Sylvester Stallone one. I was uh, about to say, yeah. Judge Dredd was amazing. <laughs> yeah, his was badass, yes. And actually, uh, myself and, uh, and the other Caleb, who was on here, we had the opportunity to meet him uh, last year, and that was pretty yeah, that was pretty great. He's very, very tall. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was he cool though, and everything like that? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was super cool. Absolutely, he was uh, he was a a great guy to meet. Very pleasant. And wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't he Scotty in Star Trek? Or not Scotty? Um. Oh God, what was his name in Star Trek? And uh. uh I gotta be honest, I, I didn't see those yet. I gotta watch them oh, still. Oh, you haven't seen those? No, and like I've been wanting to because they look right up my alley. I was about to say, I think I know you would like the first two at least. I don't mm-hmm. know how you would feel about the third one, but the, the third I one's with the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, right? With Kong? Yes. No. Yes, I, I do believe so. Yes. So it yeah, was a- I gotta watch them. Um, but definitely check those out then uh, if you haven't seen them. So, so that's great. So check out Superhero Homies podcast. You got a lot of good stuff. I'm also interested to, on hearing that uh, Avengers game uh, and whatnot. I want to know if it's any good because it uh, hasn't been getting the best reviews from what I've heard. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll see how that one goes. 
Uh, and if you would like to hear me uh, mess up at every sentence, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, if you if you would like to hear more of my stuff, please check out the Stovall Wrestling Network right here, exclusively on T MB Studios, where I am talking, uh, of course, all about professional wrestling. And then also check out my other podcast series with. The other Caleb. We're the Caleb's. <laughs> We're uh, with uh, Mr. James Caleb Kitchens, I should say. It's called an Evolve Review, where we break down uh, all things wrestling events and stuff like that. Uh, we've had some good ones too. We've had our top five matches of all time are coming up. Uh, we've had we we just reviewed AEW. We did some TNA, and uh, I think we're going to do some NWA coming up here soon. So it's going to be good. Awesome! Hell yeah! So uh, there's a lot of uh, so there's a lot of good things going on, and uh, yeah, I hope you all join us along for the ride. But that is it for this uh, edition, I should say, of Power Rangers Go Podcast. He is the ace of the morphing grid, Mr. Quentin Ficklin. I am your host, Caleb Stovall. Have a more phenomenal time, everybody. 